I am so honored and thrilled to be uh, invited by Laura to be able to speak tonight. Um, I know it's just because she's lazy and she didn't want to write a sermon. <laughs> yeah, it's sloth. We're getting to that, right? That's so funny. No, that is not the case. I'm honored to be here. Um, uh, today's, uh, tonight's scripture is Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 21. You can follow along. Uh, in the the Bible that you've memorized, um, or you can be able to look on your phones. I'll give you every free right to look at your phone if you want to, and maybe some of you, maybe three or four of you actually brought a Bible. You can look in the Bible, that thing that has pages and um, <laughs> and numbers and such in it, but tonight's scripture comes from Matthew chapter 6, 16 through 21. When you fast... Don't be gloomy like the play actors. They make their faces quite unrecognizable, but everyone can see that they're fasting. I'm telling you the truth. They have received their reward in full. No, when you fast, tidy your hair and the beard that you always normally do and wash your face so that others won't notice that you're fasting, except your father privately And then your father who sees in private will repay you. Don't store up treasures on earth. Moths and rust will eat it away. And robbers will break in and steal it. No, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Moth and rust don't eat it away there. And no robbers break in and steal it. Show me your treasure and I will show you where your heart is. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I think one of the greatest things that I learned, and hopefully some of you might have as well, uh, during undergraduate school, is you had to learn priorities. <laughs> you either learned priorities and graduated, <laughs> or you did learn priorities and didn't graduate, but then you had to learn them later on in life. <laughs> Well, one of the things that I actually knew was a priority for me was classes. Um, uh, Dating was a priority for me. Uh, Maybe a little bit too much. Thanks for the giggle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I met Tiffany in that time period, so I guess that's a good thing I made that a priority. Uh, But uh, one of the other priorities I made was making sure that I always got an 8 o'clock class. Because I knew I was a morning person. Thank you, God, for teaching me how to wake up every morning to go work on a farm. And so I knew my brain was was ripe in the morning, not so much in the evening. (laughs) That's the time where you just veg in front of a TV and just let some drool come down. So, um, So I loved going to school in the mornings. Now, much to my mother's dismay, I did not make a hot breakfast a priority my time in college. And so my priority for breakfast became Pop-Tarts. And uh, some of you who are listening are thinking, that's still a priority for me right now. And that's okay. It's okay. I'm not here to to judge you for your Pop-Tart eatering. Uh, But I always grabbed a Pop-Tart. And, of course, Pop-Tarts come in really beautiful, shiny packages, right? Uh, They're usually silver. They look like a beautiful treasure. (laughs) Oh, it looks so good. And you know it's coated in that beautiful icing. Sometimes it's red. Sometimes it's chocolatey. I'm just drooling right now thinking about a Pop-Tart. Amen. Thank you. And uh, 
I see that. I see that. I hear that. Amen. Uh, and so I would grab that Pop-Tart. And so this one specific morning, I grabbed the Pop-Tart. I got my backpack on my back and I uh, took two or three bites of the Pop-Tart and I was ready to go and I'd go to the front door and then I realized that something's crawling on my arm. That's right. I said crawling on my arm. And in slow motion, I slowly look down at my Pop-Tart and it is coated. You can't even see any of the fake bread if it is something. It is coated in fire ants. And right when I looked down, I just swallowed at those three bites I took, which is not what you want to expect or experience in the morning. Trust me, that is not something you want ever. Um, and then I noticed they're crawling all over my hand. I mean, they literally had made the colony inside that one Pop-Tart package. Uh, now, I may look pretty manly with my beard up here right now. But I can guarantee you there was no manly actions going on when I saw <laughs> my hand and my Pop-Tart. I immediately ran out of the front door threw the Pop-Tart on the ground, and I made it to my goal in life for the next 15 minutes. And trust me, I made schooling a priority. I had to get there on time, but this, this automatically trumped that, uh, that priority. I had to kill every single ant I saw. No Buddhist would be happy with me at all. And I made sure they were all taken care of. Sometimes we, uh, we, we think that something that looks really great on the outside, uh, and you can even just dream about how good it is on the inside, might be getting completely destroyed from the inside out, right? <laughs> I think that uh, we all come to Lent thinking that uh, there are certain things that we are supposed to do. We, uh, some of the really hardcore people of us say that we're going to put away social media for 40 days. I mean, the really hard, hardcore people uh, say that they're going to uh, not eat chocolate for 40 days. That's hardcore. You guys are crazy <laughs> that are choosing that as your, as your Lenten practice. Now, some of you are just going to take the easy route and eat half a meal a day. And, um, you know, just the easy stuff, you know. Uh, you're going to add four more hours of prayer every day. It's just, that's so easy. But what if, what if Lent could be a season that we just don't add something or take something away? But what if Lent could be a season where we take time to look at our priorities? What if we don't actually have to uh, think to ourselves something that will make us more holy? <laughs> I know the play actors in the text that we read, they, they, and this is very common in Jesus' day, they would, they would rub ash all over their face. Uh, they would want to show everyone how weak they were because they were so holy in their practice. <laughs> of fasting. 
I see that all the time in the world we live in today. I, I see people with great material wealth loving to flash it around. I see some people uh, loving to wear their badge of busy. You probably have been guilty of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I can't do that. I'm just so, so, so busy. Some of them have even put that medal on the front and their back and both shoulders and stripes. What if, <laughs> what if like the play actors, uh, sometimes when we're trying to show off something on the outside, we're actually being eaten up from the moths and the rust and the ants on the inside. I love the contrast that you see in the text when it's talking about the play actors trying to make themselves look bad on the outside. And yet this treasure that we see on earth, these earthly treasures that look really, really shiny on the outside, and yet both of them are not so great in the end. What if Lent could be a time where we offer up our own books of our lives and we, we offer those books to Christ and we say, can you help me prioritize my life with you at the center? I invite every single one of us during this season of Lent, yes, we are, uh, yes, we're looking at the inevitability of death and taxes. Oh, I'm sorry, death, just death. Um, it's inevitable, right? Everyone's going to die. Some of you are working out every single day, hoping it doesn't come. Some of you are just leaning into it like me and just going to meet Jesus fat and happy. But every single one of us probably need to take a look at our lives and reprioritize. There's a reason why we celebrate this every single year. Because it's another opportunity for us to be able to open up our books of our lives in the eyes of Christ and say, show me how I can make every moment with you. So many people think that these treasures in heaven, they hear the term heaven and they think of fluffy clouds and, and harps and Bugs Bunny playing it and floating past you and golden streets. What if heaven was actually just getting to be in the presence of our God? You see, moments in our lives that can be in the presence of our God. No moth, no rust, no ant could ever take those moments away from us. What if instead of saying to add something or to take something away in our life, we sit down intentionally, maybe tonight, looking at our calendars, looking at our spending budgets, looking at our work life, looking at our family life, and asking for God to show us how we can intentionally make room to see God in all the moments of our lives.
I pray that this season for you is a season of redefining your priorities. Seek out the moments where heaven and earth collide. Seek out moments where you can experience the presence of God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.